if you're an awakened entrepreneur, coach, therapist, or creative wanting to better understand yourself, step into your soul's highest frequency, and achieve true life and business freedom, you're in the right place. I'm Sarah McKenna, soul business mentor and host of the Your Soul Space podcast show. It's the perfect place for you to learn how to create and build a successful aligned life and business, one that feels good and gives you the freedom and stability you need to create the impact and change you want. Hello, and I'm so happy that you're here on the Your Soul Space podcast show. In this episode, I want to go deep into something that I believe affects everyone in business and life. And it might surprise you because it's the topic of religion. Now, I'm not really religious in the traditional sense, but anyone who knows me knows that that's going to sound funny considering I grew up in a doomsday cult. I spent over 10 years in an incredibly strict environment. And when I left, yes, I totally rebelled. But I do know that no matter how much I try to avoid religion, there are elements of it that impact on my ability and capacity to have a successful life and business. And this is especially true in the coaching community, but there's more on that later. For now, I think it's important to throw in a quick caveat here. This is all my personal opinion. You can take it with a pinch of salt. It's just my view. Your view can be whatever you want. I am not here to convert or change your opinion, but I ask that you listen to this episode with an open heart and mind. Having said that, you might want to buckle up because it's going to be a big episode. So what do I mean about the elements of religion that impact on our life and business? Well, religion and the components of it aren't something any of us can necessarily avoid. Hear me out. We all need to have faith in something a trust and belief in what we're doing and that we have the right spiritual support in place to get us through whatever we're going through. So what is religion? Well, if you look at what religion essentially is, if you strip everything else away, it's a collection of social, cultural guidelines and systems, things like beliefs, morals, policies and practices, ethics and worldviews. It's the belief and worship of something bigger than you, a supernatural force or being that's a controlling force and wants the best for you. You use those social cultural guidelines and systems to help steer how you run your life in order to help that process of betterment along. So for some of you, that force or being could be God or Allah, Um, For others, like myself included, it's the universe. It doesn't matter what name you give it or what your version may look like. What's important is it guides you forward and enables you to step into that best version of yourself in order to get some kind of reward. Whether that's eternal life, happiness, safety or abundance, it doesn't matter. And for many, it's not just about you either. It's about building loving communities, a better world, helping others to rise. Now, I may not go to church anymore, but I do believe that the core element of wanting to be the best version of yourself is something all business owners can relate to. It's what drives us forward in business. 
It's the same with the community aspects and those of creating a better world. It's again, something many of us in business want. We want to be the best version of ourselves in order to positively impact others too. So come on, Sarah, you're in a cult. So what makes that different? Well, again, my personal opinion, there are several things that make that different. First up, the secrecy behind those guidelines and systems. You're only revealed all the answers when you hit a certain level or commit to more and more, or if you're specially selected or chosen. Secondly, many cults base everything on religion, but it's actually the social movement that's key. That's why people call themselves believers and disciples. Thirdly, it's the following of a charismatic person who claims to have specialist knowledge or insight. They're the chosen one and you follow them. And then that leads to the ultimate difference, control. All religions have elements of this, but if it's limiting your options, dictates you change who you are, limits your freedom of choice and is based on a fear of not fitting in and requires you to give out more and more of your money, it's not a healthy religion, it's a cult. So then that brings us to the coaching industry. There's been a lot of talk recently about the coaching community being a cult-like environment. There's even been TV shows on it. it. Isn't it interesting to see how that could happen? There are big charismatic people in this industry, let's call them influencers, who are building huge communities of followers around them. Now those influencers have a huge influence on business owners, how they run their business, how they show up. Many use cookie cutter processes to give their fans and followers access to secrets, to success and to the roadmap to abundance, etc. If you follow their guidelines, you know, if you want X, Y, or Z, they have an ascension ladder of upsells and downsells, which are all used to keep you invested, literally. And I've seen what happens when influencers fall out with, that, with each other. Their followers jump in. And an interesting turn of phrase, all hell breaks loose as they pitch into each other, protecting their influencer of choice. Even within that influencer's community, if you speak out about their person or their products and services, you get shut down, alienated, turned against. Many even have clauses in their contracts that stipulate you cannot badmouth them or their services, essentially gagging you from leaving honest reviews which leads to an inability to protect others from joining and potentially losing money. It can create an incredibly toxic relationship and environment. It's why the smart influencers are doing what they can to protect everyone in the online world by opting for getting their courses accredited with recognized bodies and being so careful of who they associate and collaborate with. Now, my caveat here, is that not all influencers are the same. And if you wanna protect yourself from toxic, toxicity, there are things you can do for yourself. You need to be very aware of what you need to get to where you wanna be. Also, be mindful of who you're following and what their agenda is. 
Look at their community and how it's run. It will give you good insights. Get specifics around their programs and services from the people who recommended them to you, as well as honest, real feedback. Don't just take what you're reading for granted. And opt for those that have guidelines and frameworks rather than set systems and processes because they help illustrate that the person is going to adjust things to fit you rather than you having to adjust to fit them and their way of doing things. Because you're not looking for a savior. You are more than capable of saving yourself. What you're looking for is a guide, a mentor, a coach, or guidance and answers to specific things. As tempting as it may feel, you don't want someone with all the answers. They are just going to give you a roadmap and tell you what to do to reach their version of success and happiness. You don't want to be a mini version of someone else. You want to be fully aligned and authentic version of you. You want to uncover your own answers because you know what is right for you. You know what your version of happiness or abundance looks like. You and your inner guide are your own best savior. And it pays to strengthen your own beliefs around what you do and don't want. To get clear on how that best version of you, your life and your business looks. What you ultimately want to achieve for yourself, your family and your business and how to do it in a way that feels right and aligned for you. And that leads us to a couple of other elements that will help you. Elements that are often linked to religion again, but they serve us well, no matter what our religious standing. And that's faith and trust. So what is faith? It's about having complete trust and confidence in something or someone. A strong belief without necessarily having the proof that it will work, but a conviction that it will. Doesn't that just sum up what all entrepreneurs are doing? We're all trusting we can succeed and our business plans will work without necessarily having the proof or experience that we've done it before. And trust? Well, it's the belief in an ability, reliability and truth of something or someone. We each trust in our ability to achieve. We rely on our truth to keep us on the right path. And for some, their religion is what they have faith and trust in. If they follow the principles and guidelines set out, they will succeed. And for others, it's that bigger force at play, you know, the belief that it will all work out right for them, no matter what's going on in their current reality. What matters is you have trust in something, something that buoys you up when you're feeling down, encourages you to keep going when it feels rocky, and also an unshakable faith that keeps you on track when you can't see those next steps. And then what about you? Could it be simply a case of having that trust in yourself and your own abilities? Faith that you've been given a dream that is yours for the making. Trust in your inner guidance, intuition, your morals, values and beliefs that steer you forward. Faith and trust in your ability to help your own community, whether that's your family or larger circle. And even the faith and trust others have in you and using that support to help feel like you have got this and you can do this. 
What matters is who or what you turn to in order to keep trusting and believing when the chips are down. And finally, the tools at your disposal. It's about having the right tools in your arsenal to support you and that faith and trust you have. It doesn't matter whether they're affirmation cards or oracle cards, lucky clover or rabbit's foot, crystals and visualizations, Bible scripture and study, prayer or abstinence. What matters is you have the tools you've chosen that help keep you centered on course and strong enough mentally and physically to move forward towards whatever your end goal is. As I said earlier, we all need to have faith in something, a trust in and belief in what we're doing and that we have the right spiritual support in place to get us through whatever we're going through. If you take one thing away from today's episode, I want it to be this. What are you putting your trust and faith in? And is it you? That did turn into a bit of a biggie, didn't it? But I really hope it's given you food for thought and been helpful for you. And remember, if you have any questions or want me to go deeper on anything I've talked about, then please either email me or send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You'll find all the links below. And know that when you send me a message, I will personally answer because I am here to listen and help. So I hope you've enjoyed this and I'll see you next week for another episode of the Your Soul Space show. Thanks for listening to the Your Soul Space podcast show. I'd love for you to come back and listen to next week's show. So make sure you've rated, reviewed and subscribed so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you want more help with stepping into your soul's highest frequency and achieving true life and business freedom, then download my free 50 Frequency Boosters PDF guide. It gives you easy and quick activities and actions you can do to help raise, shift and activate your frequency. And it's a perfect addition to your daily self-care ritual and also for combating those mid-morning or afternoon energy slumps. So go and download it. The link is below and I'll see you in the next episode.